Hi, welcome to A Look Behind and Rewind. I'm your host, Tom Nielsen. Do you remember the character named Fonzie from the TV show Happy Days? Well, in the real-life high school I went to, we didn't have just one Fonzie. We had a whole slew of them. I think that had something to do with the kind of neighborhood I grew up in. In other towns, they raise famous astronauts, movie stars, or scientists. But in my little corner of New Jersey, we had a veritable population explosion of Arthur Fonzarelli's. And they weren't simply the watered-down, homogenized Hollywood version played by Henry Winkler. No, they were the real thing. Everywhere you turn, nerdy students like me ran the risk of crossing the path of one or more genuine, honest-to-goodness greasers who usually terrified the heck out of us. Those were scary times, my friends. Well, the story I have for you today isn't really about greasers. At least, not totally. What I'm about to tell you is a tale of heartfelt, hormone-pumping, unrequited tomfoolery. (laughs) Not what you expected, huh? So here's my spoiler alert. There is no romance, no Romeo and Juliet love story here. Just a couple of crazy kids putting their lives at risk in those perilous shark-infested waters called high school. The scene was chemistry class. Mr. Lane, the teacher, was a young, clean-cut, athletic-looking guy who also doubled as a baseball coach. In the classroom, however, he had a pretty tough job trying to teach the basics of chemistry to a ragtag collection of students who would much rather be doing anything else except sitting in a class learning about neutrons and electrons and trying to memorize something called the periodic table of elements. Remember that? Oh boy. Well, as luck would have it, when he set up the seating plan at the beginning of the school year, there were four of us students who just happened to be thrown together by chance way at the back of the classroom. There was me, my friend Harry, one girl named Sue Ellen, and another girl, Lila. Our desks were all right across from each other like a graph or a tic-tac-toe pattern. So as you can imagine, we were very close in proximity. Close enough, in fact, so that if Harry or I said anything under our breath, both girls would easily be able to hear it. Once we figured that out, it was open season for mischief-making. Of course, it didn't help matters any when our own teacher attempted some very lame jokes himself, usually on the subject of chemistry, like showing us how the symbol for the element iron, the letters F-E, which stood for ferrous, could be arranged in a circle, becoming, wait for it, a ferrous wheel. The whole class joined together in a collective groan when they heard that one. I think that particular pun achieved the status of immortality, in fact, receiving the Rotten Tomatoes Award of the Year. And this was back in the days before there even was a Rotten Tomatoes ranking. Usually, as Mr. Lane valiantly attempted to carry out the day's lesson plan, Harry and I would start wisecracking, making jokes about chemistry or Mr. Lane or even random thoughts that were still dancing around in our adolescent brains from the previous class, which just so happened to be health education, or to be more accurate, sex education. (gasps) So sometimes, all it took was for me or Harry to utter a single word like sperm, 
or vast deference to start the girls giggling. <laughs> now at this point, I need to interrupt our little narrative for a side trip. Remember what I was saying before about greasers and Fonzie types? Well, one of the two girls in our little group had a boyfriend who fit into that category. <laughs> Lila's main squeeze was a guy named Teddy, and he was as rough and tough as they came. And Teddy had a pretty rock-solid hold on Lila. If anybody else even looked at his girlfriend, he'd immediately make it very clear that if such behavior continued, trouble would definitely follow. Well, in our little group of four, Harry was the one who did more of the flirting while I focused on wisecracking. So he and Lila were constantly at it. If you didn't know any better, you'd think that Lila and Harry were more than just casual friends. Much more, in many people's opinions. So that when Lila's real boyfriend, Teddy, the Fonzie wannabe, learned of our fun times in chemistry class, he was not too happy about the situation. What? Jealousy does not even begin to describe what he was feeling. So as could be expected, my friend Harry got a rather stern warning from Teddy, telling him in no uncertain terms that if he continued messing around with Lila, he would definitely be cruising for a bruising. Anyhow, back to our main story. Even warnings like that did not seem to put a damper on our mischief. So it wasn't too long before Mr. Lane began noticing our little pack of rebels in the back row. As we grew bolder and more daring with each new day, the wisecracks came more often and the giggles grew even louder. And at one point during an especially challenging lesson on oxidation, Mr. Lane totally lost it. You could almost see the steam coming out of his ears and his face turning redder and redder. A first-class meltdown was now in the works. Some schools have accidental explosions in the science lab. Well, our chemistry class was about to witness a full-scale nuclear blast. Mr. Lane was right on the edge of Armageddon, I tell you. Well, he turned around, went to the blackboard, picked up an eraser, and without even a pause or a dramatic major league wind-up, he whipped that eraser right over the heads of our fellow students, straight back to our rambunctious little party of four. And in that one moment of pent-up frustration by our teacher, we realized that he could deliver a really powerful fastball. It was no wonder that he was a coach for our high school baseball team. Luckily, none of us got hurt that day. The eraser actually landed a few feet away without hitting anybody, but it had accomplished its purpose. Harry and I and the girls were officially put on notice that Mr. Lane was not going to tolerate any more heckling from the back row. <laughs> and of course, that also solved another problem. With Harry being discouraged from any further flirting with Lila, there was no longer any danger of repercussions from Lila's tough, greaser boyfriend, Teddy. So, put that in your beaker and smoke it, my friends. Chemistry class had now returned to normal, and all was right with the world once more. That is, until the bell rings and we move on to our next class. I'm Tom Nielsen, and you've been listening to A Look Behind and Rewind. See you next time!